Alright boys, let's have fun. Okay, here we go. Man, the heat turns up in Miami after Jimmy Butler, Haslam, and Coach Spo get in an altercation. Ray Allen draws scorn from a judge after skipping jury duty. And Kyrie Irving is now allowed to play in home games. I'm Rosa Panta. This is the Clinic All-NBA Podcast. I have the three hooligans with me. JJ, how you living, my friend? Wardrobe. Russ, Rodman, or MJ? Ooh, wardrobe. John, how you living? Oh, I love this question. I'm doing great. I'm going to go with MJ and his Jinko jeans. Let's go. <laughs> Sammy, yeah. how you living, my friend? I am good, and I I think I'm also going to have to go with MJ because his styles were clean. They were just what? like five sizes too big. That was the, oh, that this was the is absolutely problem. crazy. And it's so crazy that I got to get the video producer in here. RJ, RJ, how you living, my friend? I'm doing well. I... I I have to go 90s. I, I'm gonna have to go Rodman. There we go. JJ, who are you going with, man? I'm going with Rodman. <laughs> Excluding the wedding dress. <laughs> I don't like that outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget about that. <laughs> Dang, no one's gonna pick like Russell Westbrook and his like cleavage sweaters or whatever those are called. I'm going with Jordan too. But we had an exciting few days of NBA, so we're gonna kick it off with some quick hits. Here we go. All right, little bad news at first here for the Memphis Grizzlies. Coach Taylor Jenkins told reporters on Thursday that John Morant would be reevaluated in a couple weeks as he recovers from a tweaked knee. He's been in and out of the lineup the last roughly two weeks, but Memphis has just kept on. They are now 15 and two without him for the season and still playing well, but obviously if they're gonna make any real noise in the playoffs, he's gotta be back. So two weeks would leave them with one more week in the regular season. So hopefully we'll get some good news and that team will be at full strength for the uh, for the playoff push. And the Phoenix Suns have clinched home court advantage for the playoffs. You know, after missing 15 games, Chris Paul returned tonight against the Denver Nuggets and people are thinking, does this make them the favorite to win it all? And you know what? I think it might be because they scored 140 tonight. 140 to 130 against the Denver Nuggets. Absolutely incredible. If you look at their past history, they've been scoring a lot of a lot of points, guys. Anyway. So I got a text from my group. These four here. And it was Zion. And Zion went off backboard, caught it, went in between the legs and dunked it. And the first thought was, Oh, Zion's gonna make a push with the Pelicans, but guess what, fellas? He's not activated this season. He's not playing, and that doesn't look good to me. I don't know if it looks good to you guys, but I'm not sure if he's gonna be a Pelican next year. Ooh. And on a recent podcast, Draymond Green said he would skip a Warriors game to go watch LeBron if he were about to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the all-time scoring record. And to the dismay of Warrior fans all around the world, including Roe and JJ, what's up with all this fraternizing, man? Draymond Green, I understand you're friends with LeBron, <laughs> but that's your arch nemesis. You can't be like that. You, you team first over LeBron James's record. You can watch it on TV, you can watch it on DV, DVR, whatever you got recording. Thank you. Yeah. What do you play for, Clutch or the Warriors? <laughs> that's, a, that's also a good point. Anyway, we're going to go to our first topic here. The Heat lost to the Warriors last night. 
But that wasn't the big story. Tempers flared during a timeout when Golden State started the third quarter on a 19-0 run. Butler and Spolstra had some things to say to each other, and then Butler and Haslam started to exchange words. Some of the words Haslam was saying was, I will beat your Who's my daddy? behind. What does he do? But, you know, the, the more vulgar word of behind. Anyway, what do you guys think of this altercation from the Miami Heat? You look at the top few stars on that team, and Udonis Haslam, who I know is in theory a player, but is basically like a mentor and a coach on that team now. That's an intense squad, man. I, I'm not surprised, especially we've all seen Jimmy. I think one of the things that uh, fans and teams and probably the Heat love about him is that he's always going full blast, whether it's in the finals in the bubble or whether it's a Tuesday night in Memphis. But I think that can lead to things like this sometimes. Um, I think in the scheme of things, it's probably just one of those things that's going to fly under the radar. They'll be fine. I mean, this is a very seasoned veteran squad. There aren't a lot of huge personalities in that way. So would it be better if it didn't happen? Probably. But I don't think it's that big an issue. With For me, the bigger issue right now with them is that they seem to be in a little bit of a lull. And I don't know how they're going to do when the playoff starts for that reason as it is. So the Heat are four and seven within their last few games. And when I saw this, because you know, I was watching the Warriors, I was just thinking like, dang, Jimmy Butler again, causing a ruckus. His resume doesn't really put him in a positive light with his teammates, to be quite honest. You have him getting out of the Bulls drama and then the Turbowolves calling out his own teammates and he's the vet. I mean, I guess the Timberwolves, you could argue that they were soft and he wanted to get out and no one blames him because it is the Timberwolves. Then you go to a pretty good situation at Philly, gets out of there and you go to Miami where you have Coach Spo, who's won championships, who was under Pat Riley and that squad with D-Wade at 2006 and UD who's the big unk in that group. Yeah. And... You're talking smack, telling Coach Spoh that you want to beat his behind, and telling UD supposedly that he's a bench cheerleader. What? I mean, you're a, you're not a superstar. You're a star, but you're not a superstar. And if you're the the star on your team, dude, I think you gotta have a positive influence on the players. That's an interesting take, Jay. I, I gotta say because I agree with you. I don't think he's a superstar, but in and I have no, I have um, no doubt that Jimmy Butler, in his mind, thinks he is a superstar, if not one of the best. He probably thinks he's a top three player in the league, and mm-hmm. he's clearly not. But that's the kind of confidence and the kind of I guess it's a fine line between ego and arrogance. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think he's a superstar, but he acts like it. And in terms of the altercation itself. I'm with Sammy. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think the bigger issue, again, is they lost two games back-to-back without any of the team's best players, their opponent's best players. Steph and Clay was out, and then Joel Embiid and James Harden were out the game prior. And you don't want to be losing to teams, to games that you should clearly win as the first seed in the East, as the best team in the East based on your record. And they didn't have any injuries at all their guys. So what's their excuse? 
and a lot of the times when you have altercations or you have flare-ups it's really it's not even about the instance the incident itself but it's kind of what led up to it and i think that that's to me is the bigger issue is that there seems to be something going on for them to lose these two games that they should have won i don't know what it is maybe it's chemistry maybe it's just a lack of focus but for me that's a bigger concern especially if i'm a miami heat fan and i just wanted to add one thing this whole fight if you want to call it a fight was because jamie butler had a weak weak closeout and coach bo called him out which you guys agree right your coach should call you out doesn't matter if you're a superstar 100 i completely agree with that take yeah i agree you should be called out the thing that i'm kind of worried about like it, it's okay to argue right it's okay to argue especially when you're trying to do something great like win an nba championship i mean john you're gonna be married i'm going to be married to you know planning planning a wedding right sometimes there's arguments and stuff like that and you want to have these arguments in the middle right not towards the end not when you're about to walk down the aisle. Great analogy. Right? Watch out yeah, now. Great analogy. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that if you're the Miami Heat, you're at the aisle, right? You're you're nearing the playoffs. Do you really want to have these sorts of arguments right before you hit the playoffs? I don't think so. I think this is big trouble for the Miami Heat, who are number one in the East. But people disregard them, right? They think that they might be a stepping stone for like the nets right i don't know what do you guys think of this are you guys worried for the miami heat or not really you guys um, are good i think so in a sense it's just oh, oh go ahead jack go ahead sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but i think it's kind of a big deal like they're they're pretty much at full strength they got all the depot back there's no excuses to lose against philly and the warriors and have a the Warriors had a 19-0 run and like what John said they didn't even have their big three and the Warriors just came off the worst loss of the season against the Magic yeah like the Heat are arguing and like you look over at Memphis and they're like high-fiving and hugging during like Desmond Bain's like post-game interview like it just feels different I don't know I'm starting to doubt the Heat here I just think the whole East is in this weird flux right now where if you look from the beginning of the season what teams look good to now if i pick the three teams i like the best out of the east right now i'm going celtics bucks nets i don't have the heat on that list i don't have the bulls on that list i don't have the sixers on that list my top three is completely flipped outside of the bucks they've kind of been there but they even turned it on late they weren't playing well earlier in the year and i know we're probably getting to get into this a little bit more when we talk about our next topic but there's something about the Heat, you're right, that just doesn't seem like... I know they're the top seed, but I they don't strike me in current form as the favorite out East. I don't care that they're the one seed. I just don't see it. When do you guys think we should start questioning whether or not Jimmy Butler can lead a team to a championship? And I know that he came close against my Lakers, but I think if we all really thought about it, that Miami Heat team overachieved, I would say. Can I give you an analogy? Sure. So going across sports to the NFL, the way I always think of it is when you get into the playoffs, that's usually when the star quarterbacks tend to shine, right? And if you go into a game and you've got this great defense or you've got every other spot 
but your quarterback isn't as good as the one across the other sideline, that other team is automatically the favorite. Is that generally kind of how you would look at it? In general, yeah, no, outside I, of anomalies. I think so, yeah, yeah, in general. Same, right. So I know you're... where I'm going with this yeah. is Butler to me is that, that quarterback who's always going to have a better quarterback across the sideline when you get down to eight teams or four teams or two. Like if it's if they're playing the Bucks, I take Giannis. They take they play the Nets, I take Durant. If they play the Sixers even, I take Embiid. I think Butler's a great player. I don't know if he's that number one. I think it all the pieces have to fall into place like they did in the bubble for a team where he's the number one star to make a run all the way. So yeah, I definitely and question I th- it. And I would like for me this is the year if he can't do it this year i would doubt it for every year moving forward because they added kyle lowry who was a proven playoff star uh someone who could actually put up points and and contribute in the playoffs they have tyler hero who's obviously an up-and-comer they have shooting in duncan robinson they have uh bam out they have a lot of pieces that can compete and can win a championship so I think it's not fair. I don't think it's unfair to say that Jimmy Butler is just can't be the number one guy. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. Hold up. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and up. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And you know, I'm going to take us on to our next topic here. The New York City Mayor, Eric Adams. He exempted the city's athletes and performers from the city's COVID vaccine mandate today. As a result, Kyrie Irving will be allowed to play in home games starting Sunday. This is absolutely wild news. Wild news, guys. What do you guys think of this? (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm happy. Crazy deja vu because every single week it's like Kyrie's coming back Kyrie's coming back and then we have Delta Delta Cron Omicron Pi 3.14189 Optimus Prime Optimus Prime Optimus Prime Omarion B2K Comic Con (laughs) I can't even keep track and to be honest this is not I don't want to take you know COVID lightly but We've all experienced that one week, we have to wear a mask. The next week, we don't have to wear a mask. When we thought we're all good because we're vaccinated, then we have to get the second vaccination, then the third. I know this is a short and sweet answer, and pardon me for saying this, but when I see it, I will believe it. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you, Jay. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, It seems like everything is just so arbitrary especially when it comes to this, is that at a a whim or at some sort of mainstream media news piece that comes out, then people will make executive decisions on how they want to approach it in terms of safety. And uh, look, we're not taking COVID lightly. I think we're all, you know, we understand that it's a serious thing. But again, it's like things changing or things are changing from week to week, month to month. So, but I'll, I'll approach it as if, 
this is, you know, the Bible or if this is like black and white. So I will say that this makes the Nets, in my opinion, the favorite to come out of the East. And that is even without Ben Simmons. And the reason I say that is because I am... If there's two players in the NBA that scare me the most, that are the hardest to defend, in my opinion, it is Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. They are on the same team. They can get their shot whenever they want. It doesn't matter who's in front of them. And let's be real, they're, they're pretty much unguardable. And I think in the playoffs, that it's so much harder to get shots. It's so much harder. Defenses tighten up, and what you need is you need scores. You need guys that are going to be able to just put the ball in the basket regardless of who's in front of you. And I think the Nets, with those two, with their supporting cast of Seth Curry, they have Andre Drummond, they have size, they have young guys, they have Patty Mills. I think they're my favorite to come out of the East. I don't know if they're going to win the title, but I want to say that they're my favorite to come out of the East with this development. As soon as I heard this announcement, I just heard the sound of the Sixers not getting out of their own way fast enough to drop out of that two seed so they don't get the Nets in round one. I'm going to say that right now. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm, John, I'm with you on this. I, I honestly think if they get Philly in round one, I don't only think they win, I think they win convincingly. Six games max, maybe five. I don't think it would be close. Simmons there or not. If Simmons is there, and they can get Four. him to, to mold. Like, I think maybe they take one game where they do hack a Ben in Philly and he can't make a free throw. But the thing about it, too, that I've seen some statistics on, but I don't think it's been covered enough, is if you think about it for Kyrie now, he kind of got his version of the bubble. He got months off. Hasn't had the grind. He's rested, man. So he's coming out firing. He's been putting up 35, 40-point games because... It's like an NFL schedule for him. He plays one game a week, basically, if you average it out. So he's yeah. rested, man, because what's Kyrie's problem been in the playoffs? It, it, when he's playing, his performance is always there. He gets injured a lot. This year, he's as rested and as good a shape as he's probably been in in years. And the performance on the court has been reflecting it. And now he has, like, nine games to, like, ramp it up. Exactly. It's perfect. <laughs> like, it's, honestly, it's perfect. And Curry fits right crazy. next to them well. Drummond gives him the size they need. He's obviously, he doesn't defend Embiid great, for example, but he's at least another center, which they desperately needed. It just seems like things are falling into place really nicely. It is kind of convenient that this exemption came up right before the playoffs are starting. Uh, that part is an interesting dynamic to me. But <laughs> Agreed. Right, yeah. So, But what we were talking yeah, about someone, earlier. Someone run the tape of Eric Adams being like, yeah, Kyrie could play tomorrow. Get vaccinated. Yeah, right. It was that, or it was yeah. You'll, they'll have to wait their turn. Then all of a sudden, the baseball players put up the pressure, and the Nets came back with some pressure, and now we've got an exemption. Now we're so, here. and uh, just to my final point on this, just going back to the other topic, is let's say somehow they land an eight, or Miami falls to two, and they play each other. Are any of us picking Miami to beat them? I'm not. No. No. So. Absolutely uh, not. The one stat that I'll say is that the Heat are the only team that have held them below 100 points, I believe, this season. Okay. Ooh, That's a good so stat. That, that defense might... We'll see, though. The playoffs is yeah, a different it, piece, I, right? yeah, exactly. I took the words right out of my mouth that 
I just think Kyrie and KD are going to take it to a whole other level once the playoffs start. I, I, I don't know. That's just my feeling. And given their history in the playoffs, I think, I think we're about to see them go yeah. off. I'm hoping for the little brother versus little brother final where Kawhi and PG make their triumphant return and we get Clippers Nets play in finals. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Sammy, miracles happen, my friend. Miracles happen. Just throwing it out there. Speaking into existence. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons has a herniated disc. It's not looking great for him to come back. Um, do you guys think that we'll, we'll see him back before playoffs? Does anyone think that we're going to see him? At this oh, point, man. I don't. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't, I don't think so that. either. Yeah. And it's so disappointing because, like, if he was back too, like, this team would be absolutely incredible to watch. A lot more entertaining than the other big three that they had with uh, James Harden. But anyway, we're going to go to our next topic here. And that, of course, is dub or dud. And you guys basically have to decide if this topic is a win or a loss. And this is the first one. Basketball Hall of Famer Ray Allen got scolded by a federal judge and ordered to donate $1,000 to charity for failing to show up at a trial after being selected as a juror. The judge said Ray Allen disrespected the court and that no man or woman is above performing the civic duty. So dub or dud, I'm going to go with John. Well, (laughs) this is definitely a dud to me. And the reason I say that is because when people say that there's equality, there's not. This is not fair at all because if any one of us here on this episode or any normal person who wasn't a celebrity decided to do this, we would end up in prison for two days. (laughs) There's no way we would be able to get away with just donating money to charity. I mean... It, it, I mean, it just shows that, you know, people in power, people that have money obviously get their privileged, which I think everybody here agrees with. But to me, it's a dud. Ray Allen, if you're going to get summoned, you should just go and, and spend eight hours of your away from your glorious, luxurious life to, to serve, serve like everyone else here in this country. Hate it. Sammy. Definitely agree that this has to be a dud because yeah you just just call in once i know you're you're rich you 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 have things to do you might forget about it but just get it done you cost yourself a thousand dollars which is probably five bucks to me but still i'm gonna i'm gonna reveal my my jury duty secret to get out of jury duty and i'm gonna jinx myself because i have to do this in may the key is to call in the extension and extend to a holiday week because the courts are less likely to take cases when there's a four-day week. <laughs> I've done it every Dang. year for the last six years. That's a 40 chest. Yeah, I've done oh, it every man. year for years, we, and it's always worked. And because I've we, said it now and I've put it out there, it ain't going to work this year. Because I called well, it in we, and I extended yeah. to Memorial Day weekend. Or Memorial Day week. Oh, man. We, I was just to say, we were at Hope No Government Officials are listening to this podcast. On their free time off. Proud to serve my civic duty. If any of you are (laughs) listening to the pod, thank you. (laughs) JJ, what you think? If you're gonna, if you're gonna do something wrong, do it right, man. Why don't you tell your lawyer to contact the judge, go to special meeting, and just apologize, and then you find out what the judge is into and donate to whatever judge's (laughs) philanthropy is. Number one and number two. You donate a lot, man. Like, 
A thousand? Come on. A thousand? Like Sammy said, that's like five dollars. Come on, bro. Don't be cheap. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go with a dud. Like, do it normally, Ray Allen. Like, just go. You listen. And then you yeah. come up with some excuse why you can't be there. And then you get off. Right? Isn't that the way you... Anyway. The next topic here. There's a fake Jimmy Butler quote out there scouring the internet and sorry circling the internet and the quote goes like this during that altercation apparently Jimmy Butler he said Haslam told me I can't hang in his era and with how I've been playing recently I told him and Spolstra that they were only relevant because of D Wade and this quote got 47,000 likes dub or dud I'm gonna go with JJ this is a dud we want to hear real drama. We want to hear about Rachel Nichols. We want to hear about getting people's behind kicked. I love the drama and entertainment. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Savvy. Dub or dud? I'm going to go with a dub from the media perspective of... This came from the Twitter account Ballsack Sports. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... That's not credible. Who has been making the rounds on Twitter lately and fooling people left and right, and this is the prime example, so respect to them for pulling this off. I'm going to give it a dub just on that alone. John. My angle is the, is the exact same as Sammy's, but it's a dud because I can't believe that 47,000 plus people fell for it an account <laughs> at ball, <laughs> ball Sack Sports. I've made a huge mistake. I'm with you guys. This is this is a dud. Come on now. Give us some real stuff. Devin Booker. During a game, he casually tells a courtside fan, Shut up, kitty cat. <laughs> Rhymes with wussy. Rhymes with wussy. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. Dub or dud for Devin Booker. Oh, uh, Sabby. I'm going to go with a dub just because he did it so casually while dribbling the ball up the court. And once the guys who were heckling him got called out, they got so excited that he actually acknowledged them. So, so dub to them for getting excited after trying to, you know, trying to do some heckling, but dub for the casual manner in which he did it. JJ. It's a dub. You want to be part of the game? You got it. True. John. I'm going a double dub for this one. A first in the clinic history because... Devin Booker is the man for saying that to a casually to a fan. And then the response of the fan was, oh, word? Those double dub. <laughs> I'm with you, John. Double dub for me, too. Celtics fan, apparently tattooed on his shoulder. 2022 world champions on his arm. He did it already. He saw the future. He's from the future. Dub or dud, I'm going to go with John. I mean, come on. This is a dud. I'll say it now. But if the Celtics end up winning the championship, God forbid, I will freaking come on this podcast and say I was wrong. And I'll also reach out to this guy for his lottery ticket numbers. True. JJ. John, I'm surprised, bro. This is a dub because if the Celtics lose... We're going to be laughing at this guy. Good point. And that's, that's going to be the best. Good point. So, Dub, I want all the fans get tattoos of 
champions and whatever year it is. So when your team loses, send in those pictures to our Twitter account and we could laugh at you. So <laughs> savvy. From Jay's perspective, I understand the dub. From the fan perspective of doing this, this is the biggest dud I've given in the history of this podcast. <laughs> because it just makes me want the Celtics to not win so that I can go back and revisit this. And in addition to that, I'm not trying to hate on people's personal taste, but did you see the tattoo? It's, yes. it's not the most attractive for what it is anyway. <laughs> so just for that, there's a yeah. little bit of a dud to it as it is, but I'll leave it at the head. I'm going with a dud too, and I'm with Sammy on this one. Like, the design, like, it looked like you drew it up in MS Paint. Like, there's no <laughs> exactly. style. There's no there's no decoration. Like, at least make it look cool or something. I don't know. It's definitely a, a dud to me. The last one here. Trey Young tells a New York fan, hold that L after he led a Hawks comeback with a win in Madison Square Garden. JJ, double dud. Oh, this is for sure dub. Can we please, please have the Hawks and Knicks playoff game? Yes. Is that even possible at this point? Mm. Is it? No. Barring a major change in the bottom of the standings, no, because the Knicks don't look like they're sniffing the play-in. Damn, yeah. man. Sammy, dub or dead? I give it a dub because of the comment the fact that he led the comeback and the location. There's no better place to be able to tell fans like that than Madison Square Garden, so dub. John. I gave a double dub earlier. I'm gonna give a double dud for the Knicks because there's nothing worse getting clowned on multiple times by a guy who just schooling you, but also getting clowned by a guy that looks like Stevie Wonder gives his haircut regularly. <laughs> so I'm gonna go double dud. <laughs> I'm giving this a dub because we haven't had a, a good villain versus City in a long time, and I feel like Trey Young is like bringing that old school style back. So I appreciate that, man. I definitely appreciate it. Anyway, that's all that we have for tonight's podcast. I want to thank you guys for being on. JJ, thank you. Thank you, everybody. John, thanks for being on. Thank you, MJ. Keep rocking those Jenko jeans, baby. <laughs> Sammy, thanks, man. Thank you. Always good to be here. Why don't you update us with diagnosing the lines? Uh, sure. So, been putting up a couple picks on Twitter here and there lately, and probably in about a week or so, might give it a little bit longer. We're gonna drop an episode or two in regards to NBA playoffs and playoff futures. And then for those of you who are also interested on the NFL side, we'll probably start doing some NFL futures too as the season comes along, maybe some NFL draft stuff. So we hope to check that out. And shout out to our video producer, RJ. Check out our YouTube channel. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Like us on our Facebook group page, The Clinic All NBA Podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Clinic All NBA. I'm Rosa Panta. This is The Clinic All NBA Podcast. Come find us wherever you get your podcasts.